Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, 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 welcome back to Total Streamers. I'm Simo, joined by Jake. Hello, Jake. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Uh, so it's a sad day for the for the world over. Uh, Diego Maradona has sadly passed away. He's 60 years old. Far, far too soon. Uh, do you know what, Jake? I really can't believe it. I mean, like he's by far the most famous, famous footballer to, to pass away in my lifetime. It doesn't quite feel real yet that <laughs> Diego Maradona yeah, is. We'll never read anything new about him again or see any new videos. Yeah, it's, or, it, yeah. it's crazy. He was uh, he had surgery, didn't he, in November or at the start of the, the month. Um, and then, obviously, they said it went well. And, and then, obviously, now the news has come out that, that he's passed away and you think it's a heart attack. Yeah, it's, it is shocking, like you say. I mean, what a player. He's probably, in my opinion, he's easily considered the greatest of all time. And obviously, he's a bit before our time. Well, he's a lot before our time, wasn't he? We never got to watch him, like, you know, play. Um, but the footage that I've seen, you just, you know, it's unbelievable, wasn't it? Absolutely unbelievable footballer. But that's the thing, like, back in the day, we, there was no, like, sort of YouTube just to type in and you get unlimited videos of whatever football player, you know, you're, you're looking for. That wasn't what it was like, so it was like, it was more like posters, um, highlight reels on the telly and stuff like that. And just, it was crazy that such is his fame that even, like, when he stopped playing and me and you were, were kids and stuff like that. We still, everybody I knew still knew who the, the Diego Maradona was. Um, so at that level, he, he might be the most famous footballer ever, really. I mean, is there anybody in the world that knows football that doesn't know who Diego Maradona is? This is it, isn't it? You know, his name is synonymous with football. Um, it's, and then when you delve into it more and you sort of look at the, the impact he had on clubs as well, like at Napoli, I mean, I've seen a lot of footage coming out now from sort of Naples and around the stadium and that. And then it's, you know, it's, it's an icon. He was an icon, wasn't he? So he was like their iconic player. Um, and it, you know, it's a tragedy, isn't it? But 
I mean, like you say, what a player. Like you say, there's no highlight reels and stuff. Um, but now with obviously the the invention of YouTube and things like that, we can we can sit here and watch it all day. Um, and I know I, I have yesterday. been watching. <laughs> yesterday, yeah, I've been all watching all a lot day of footage. <laughs> um, obviously, it's famous incidents, isn't it? it? Was at the '86 World Cup with England, the hand of God. But that the I think the 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 bigger thing from that game was the fact that you know that's that's a talking point, but the goal he scored after overshadowed that massively and I, f- I must have watched that back about 50 times to like the last couple of days and every time I watch it the more I think wow <laughs> like you know what on all that is it's unbelievable like thanks see that goal that you're talking about I've, I'm the exact same I've watched it about 50 times in the last sort of <laughs> 24 hours um if you've seen that today you would be like what the fuck has just happened there um you would yeah yeah. Someone took the ball in the halfway line, just went by the amount of players that he went by and finished in in, in that manner. Then you, you're absolutely mental. It's the very weird as well. We see we see something like that, you know. It's not yeah. it's not just the the fact that he's gone past all those players. You look at the players that he went past as well. Like you know that England team was was brilliant. You know, solid from front to back. And he made them look like amateurs <laughs> on his own. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> on his own, he's made one of the best England teams look like a bunch of fools. And he's, yeah, uh, like you say, the more I watch it, the more I'm in awe of it. Um, the more footage I see of him, the more I'm just, I, yeah, you just, you can't really get, I can't really get enough at the moment of it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm still, I'm watching training videos. I'm watching interviews. I'm watching, I'm watching everything. Um I've just ordered the autobiography as well that I'm, I've not read. <laughs> I've not read yet, which is which is weird because I read a lot of football. I, I read pretty much exclusively football stuff these days. Um, but see, just the level of respect for Maradona. I've seen. I've been looking on Twitter and looking in the news. I've seen. Um, apparently, Napoli. They might just be. They might just rename the stadium after him. Um, Napoli. Yeah. Um, I've seen people calling for high up people in football calling for FIFA to retire the number the number ten jersey across world football in the name of Diego Maradona. Uh, and for people to even be asking for that sort of level of um, remembrance of a player. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was watching the football on today. I ended up watching um, uh, Leicester uh, and the Europa against who were they against Braga, um, and they all took a minute silence and stuff for him. And it was just just crazy that because you see minute silence is so often in football, but you, that one was for Diego Maradona, and it's just mental. Honestly, mate, I can't explain it. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it's not just that. If you you look sort of on social media and stuff like that, um, the amount of outside of football people that are talking about it as well. Um, you know, I've just seen the likes of Usain Bolton and people like that. Um, like Magic Johnson putting on, wow, you know, what a legend Diego Maradona is. These are people in their field which are considered legends in their field, and you know, to talk to talk about Maradona in the same sort of light in in other fields as well shows how he transitioned not just football but but everything so in sport you know he's a sporting icon isn't he um he's not just a footballing icon he is uh, a real sporting icon yeah because he's an icon of like the the world cup and the world cup does sort of the world cup is a tournament that non-football fans watch it's like watched by the world over and it's um sort of kind of can do a lot for a country um uh, the world cup he's remembered by obviously you get you get your football dedicated football fans like us that just sort of watch every game and and etc etc but People that don't watch football, they just a lot of people just like the World Cup because it's just such a huge stage, such a huge theatre, uh, and he was definitely a star of that, which is why I think his fame sort of transcends or ascends other footballers that haven't quite done it on that that grand stage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely trans 
transition from football to just sort of to worldwide fame, wasn't it? You'd sort of say him, him, Pele, um, and probably Ronaldo and Messi are probably the, the sort of four players that if you say it to anyone, they know who they are, don't they? Um, you know, they're sort of, I'd say the pinnacle, the, the top four in terms of football and fame, not necessarily the best. Um, but they are 100% the, the, the top four for me. Um, and it's not a, each day, it's not a bad list to be a part you, of, is it? <laughs> exactly. It's not the worst list to be a part of. And if you're saying that you're fourth out of that list, hey, do you know what? Be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you manage to catch uh, Gary Lineker talking about him last night? I did, mate. Yeah. Um, it was it was sad, wasn't it? Like, um, really it was interesting. Proper, as yeah. Well. The really way the other, interesting to watch. The way the other pundits kind of just looked at him as he sort of told this story, as um, you know, a great a great footballer and a great sort of Gary Lineker's just he's also one that's just known through particularly in our nation and uh, and Britain is just you know the football guy for even you know non football yeah. fans. And to see him talking that in that way where he we talked he spoke about that like playing that thirty minutes with Maradona, even though it was just for a for a charity match, just to have that uh, that experience of being in the same dressing dressing room with him to share a pit. Obviously, shared a pitch with him in the World Cup. It was Gary Lineker that scored the consolation goal in that in that game. We all know about. Um, but to to share a pitch as a player with him, um, he just said like, obviously, he never said it in words, but he could tell by the way he was telling the story that you know how much that meant to him uh, and how much it was a memory to him. Uh, so I mean, I just cannot believe it. I'm still, I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> and this is do you know what I always I always think when see when celebrities and, and sort of actors die and people get really upset about it and I don't really feel anything um, like even though I obviously <laughs> no connection to Diego Maradona other than he's an icon of a of something I love, so I could kind of maybe <laughs> take a spoon from my own medicine when when I, when I look at people and think, "Oh, that's quite silly." They're done mourning for someone that doesn't yeah. that they don't necessarily know. And I'm thinking, "Wow, <laughs> a giant of the thing I I I love most is is gone forever." It's crazy. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, like you say, it's it sort of took quite took me by surprise. Even you know, I know his lifestyle choices weren't exactly the best, but you know, it's it's part of the character that you you sort of grow up and you get to know and you love, really, don't you? Um, and like you say, it's 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 a big shock. Um, it's not nice, definitely not. Um, when your heroes start to fade, <laughs> it's not the best, but. You know, that's unfortunately that's life, isn't it? That is. I love how much of a Maverick he was. I think <laughs> probably yeah, hundred more than the football. He obviously plays some absolutely wonderful, wonderful football. But I loved the sort of the Maverick that he was. And um, uh, I was listening to someone else today on a podcast, and they were talking about can you imagine if Maradona existed in today's world and how much of his life would be he wouldn't be able to keep it private. But they also mentioned that you know he never tried to keep it private. He was a proper yeah, he was very fan. open. He's very yeah. open, you know, you see him in the way that he sort of lived his life as a is obviously like, you know, as a as a rock star essentially. Um he, well, that's it though, wasn't it? He was like, you know, the closest hit I'd say him and Paul Gascoigne were the closest that you you got to like the rock star footballer and George Best. Those those sort of three were. If you had a rock band of footballers, it'd be them three, wouldn't it? You know, they'd be, <laughs> you know, they'd be they'd be your front three. George Best is a singer. Gazza on the drums and Maradona on lead guitar. I think um, that'd be my choice. But they'd be you, they'd be your rock stars, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you don't, you don't, like you say, you don't really get that anymore. Probably the closest you've got to it is someone like Balotelli, but in comparison it's to not, sort it's of not those, the same, you know, it? it's not the same. That's you know why when people get like they're like, oh my god, you know, Balotelli painted his car camouflage. It's like, look at how 
Who cares? <laughs> I was I was looking at um, <laughs> yeah exactly who does care. I was looking at um, quotes from Maradona right to to talk about on a, in the podcast today, and the list is just endless of just. Too big, isn't it? Yeah, such cool things he said over the years. And I was thinking, so the, I was thinking to the players I admire in sort of today's football, and I'm just thinking, you just don't know your football players anymore. I mean, you know who they are, you know how they play football, and you know that's all you're really going to know about them. I think that's why there's such people are just crying out for things like Sunderland Till I Die and uh, and all these sort of documents. Yeah, it just gives yeah. that peek into like who are the people you're supporting because there seems to be that sort of big wall built between. But there people, is now, isn't there? There's, yeah, people are the, like the, yeah. the divide, the divide between the two. Um, you know, they are they, you know, they're considered gods, aren't they? Really, footballers, and you know, the back in sort of when I remember my dad was sort of growing up. You know, they, you know, you you could walk down the street and just, there'd be footballers there. And when when his dad was younger, you know, they'd work with footballers. Do you know what I mean? They they still had another job. Um, they'd be in the pub. When you're in the pub, but now, you know, you, you see, you, you know, you see them through, through like a car and you think, you're like, oh my God, like, you know, I've, obviously, I've, I've been to Liverpool, I've got a few pictures with a few of the footballers and stuff like that. But, you know, when you see them, it's like, you know, it's almost like you're looking at like, you know, like gods, really. But, you know, like you say, now, you like that. You're they're like not real people. They're not like, yeah. That's they're, not like, they're not real people. Yeah. You, you don't when, really that's know. That's why you, you cry out are, for these right? sort of yeah. documentaries and, and things because you get to see a little bit about them and you get to see oh, that they hate certain things. Oh, well, you know, they are real people. Well, you can it's see so the character. Mistake, that. It's like a character behind, it, the, get... behind the ability and behind the player on the pitch. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's not always what you expect. Uh, when I watched the Spurs documentary, Harry Kane is a completely different person than I thought he was as a player. He's actually really. Because he comes a lot, he can come across. I know sometimes he's good. He's been he's been better in recent interviews, like um, post match and pre match interviews about you know stating his points and stuff like that. But recently, it's been like um, when I seen him on that that documentary, and he was like really outspoken and you know I said quite cocky and full of himself. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I can see why players look up to him the way they do. But I never really completely seen that before. If that makes sense, but that's, oh, that's it. Separates. You don't really see it. But obviously with Maradona, it's just like everything was out there. <laughs> he, spoke, he spoke to everybody and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so much like... That's it though as well. And, and and it's the... You, you got... I think back then you got to see the, the player's personality on the pitch as well, didn't you? Um, you know, Maradona, he's a very flamboyant player. And and in his, in his private life, he's very flamboyant. Same with George Best. He was exactly the same. But now you don't really see that sort of... Do you know what I'm trying to get at? Their, their personality yeah. doesn't come out on the pitch. Um, like Graham Souness, he's a feisty person. Well, he's a feisty player. Um, but... Like, like I say, you don't you don't really see that. Yeah, that sort of um, we're crying out for someone like Maradona to come again, really, aren't we? But <laughs> you'll, we'll never see anything like it um, ever again. Best player no. of all time, in my opinion, as well. I know, I know. Um, in terms of football and ability, do you know what? He just he just might be because he played <laughs> with a ball that was probably four times away on a pitch that was made of mostly mud, and he could still do and, things. And that the I, I, I can't and see the difference. Is- the difference between um, you know him and and the likes of Messi, probably talent wise, exactly the same. The difference is Maradona got kicked every single minute of the game, and he got up every single minute. Whereas nowadays, you know, some of those tackles you you watch on on Maradona, players will be sent off straight away, but 
you know, he'd just get up and he'd like, you know, right, I'm ready to go again. And you just would not see that anymore. Like you couldn't, I can't imagine putting a player from today back then and going, right, go on then, play. And they get booted. They just stay down. Whereas, you know, Maradona's like, no, you know, he nearly has his leg broken. I'm watching some of the footage and you think, how's he not broke his leg there? But he just gets up straight away, dusts himself down, carries on. And like you say, the pitch is horrendous. The ball, horrendous. The boots weren't the best. <laughs> and for me, that's what sets him out as, as, as the greatest player of all time. Blokes sharpening their studs and things like that. It's crazy. Different game. Well, that's it, yeah. A different <laughs> sport, uh, in all yeah, honesty. Completely. Um, but yeah, I mean, just what, what an absolute legend. What an absolute legend. So we're going we're gonna to go for a wee break now. Uh, and when we come yeah. back, we'll talk about some of the champion stuff we've been watching over the last couple of days. All right, so we're back. Uh, Jake, what happened to Liverpool in the Champions League? What happened? <laughs> oh, mate, don't. Um, a number of things, really. Um, squad rotation, uh, injuries, and then I think just a general sort of like, lack of lack of anything, really. I think it's probably the right word. There was, there was nothing, was there? But I think the only positive is no one got injured again. <laughs> 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 For me, that's the only positive that came out of the game. Uh, Mo Salah came back, had a dud, so hopefully that's out of the way. Um, and yeah, no one got injured, but I thought, yeah, I just, I think it was just, I want to say one of those games, but it, it was one of those games, I think. Heavily rotated side against the I side. I liked it. The, um... It's quite settled. I looked at the, the lineup and I said, nah, nah, I'm not going to. Yeah, I, I, I did, ex- I did they, exactly the same. They didn't need to beat Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, sorry, not Atlanta. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you could tell that by the way they sort of played on the pitch. Uh, I mean, when they lined up, I think the back line was Samakis, uh, Joe Martin, Reese Williams, and Nico Williams. Yeah. And I just thought, that is that's a big rotation. Uh, by the time, it, see what they brought on. Um, <coughs> I think he brought in both Bobby and Jota, and I thought, fuck, the game's gone. The, the game yeah. is gone, and they even managed to concede after even making all these changes. Once they brought Fabinho on and brought um, Jota and Andy Robertson and Bobby Firmino, I, I just thought like there's just, there's just no umph to the game unless that's going to turn around and change anything. Like, we just don't risk those players. Yeah, um, there was a hundred percent. It was a lack of urgency. I think intensity wasn't there, and um, as compared to the Leicester game, completely. But I, I kind of get it. It was a free hit almost for Liverpool. It was a chance to rest a lot of players rotate coming up to a busy time of the year it was almost a free hit because Liverpool still only need a point to qualify now um, against Ajax and if they don't get that then they've got to beat Michelin but you know if they get a point against Ajax then they've qualified so I think it's it's like I say it was a bit of a free hit it's a chance to give some other people a run out um, you know the likes of Samiscus and stuff like that who haven't really played since he's moved here but has had a couple of injuries um, I, a couple of the youngsters as well um, what did you Arigi think of- for me though yeah, I was just about to ask the Ariga question. What did you, what we, did we you think spoke of Devo? about him at the weekend, didn't we? Um, and we spoke about does he have a role at Liverpool anymore? I think on last night's performance, that probably answered a lot of questions. Um, I saw a lot of activity on, on sort of my social media from a lot of people questioning Origi and not Minamino starting, and I'd probably agree with them. Um, you you know what you're going to get with Minamino. He's going to sort of he's almost sort of like a Bobby Firmino type player. He's going to work hard for every minute that he's on that pitch. He's going to run. He's going to 
you know, cause cause the defence problems and try to be that link up man. Um, yeah, he's, and, he's a hard you know, he's a hard working forward. I don't think he has the technical ability, uh, uh, Bobby Firmino, or the spatial awareness on the pitch. Um, yeah. Those are obviously uncommon traits and and centre forwards, but Bobby Firmino has them, which is why he is a special player. But you know, you, you, like you said, you do know what you're going to get when you put Firmino on the pitch. You're just going to get a hard working forward, and and I've seen him get a few goals, um, especially in pre season. I've seen him play really good, really good football, and uh, he's played decent football. In the Carabao Cup as well uh, that I've seen him in um, in terms of what Origi did was just nowhere near it really I mean he just never looked dangerous at any opportunity he, yeah he didn't look dangerous and I almost felt like he, he was just sort of there the whole time you know he was I, I you know Divock Origi's got a special place in my heart and he always will you know for his his heroics in the Champions League and some of the big, big goals that he scored throughout his Liverpool career. But I seriously think that time is running out for him um, to make an impact. And there was talk, you know, last year and the year before of whether he'd still be at Liverpool. And I'm quite shocked now, you know, we're in 2020 and he's still here. Um, Coming to the end of 2020. I'm quite, he's still, still well, this is it. Well, this is it. Yeah, he's still here at the end of 2020. Um, I personally never would have thought he'd still be here. I thought he'd have gone um, after the Champions League season. I thought he'd have sort of gone out on a high. Um, I was quite happy he stayed, but then after that, he didn't really offer anything else as to why he should be number one and potentially push push Bobby Firmino for that for that number one spot. And now he's dropped, like you said at the weekend, mate. He's dropped to the bottom of that pecking order for me. Um, sort of like the four or five, six potential players. He's at the bottom of that every single time. And I think Klopp picked him last night to say, look, here's your chance. Go and show me what you can do. And he didn't do anything. To be honest, I forgot he even was even playing. <laughs> um, the only reason I knew, I knew he was still playing was the amount of stick he was getting on Twitter, which I do not condone in any sense. People... Slating footballers, especially when he's because yeah, he's not had a lot, he's not had a lot of minutes either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like hundred percent. And, and, and the fact is, mean? you know, he's a professional footballer. No one who's slagging him off on social media can do any better. The hundred percent guarantee it right now. So you know, all these people that are like, oh, you know, he's shit, he's useless. Well, you do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me. Anyone that slags people off on Twitter, you're a scumbag. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I've never done it. I'm never, you, I'm, do you want? Do you want to add like a wee asterisk to end to that? As long as it's yeah. not Liverpool players. As long as it's not Liverpool players. Any <laughs> anyone else can have it. <laughs> uh, I think I think a lot of people forget as well what these players have done for the club in the past. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but it's, but it's your own fans. Like I'm in. Um, yeah. I'm on social media as well, and when I look at um, when it's like the Liverpool page, and it's like fans comment, get him off, and he should be at the club and stuff like that. It's just, it's just not helpful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not healthy. It's not helpful. It's a why there is that buffer distance between football players and fans because we've got yeah, hundred percent, closer to them with a, with social media. So there's no, there's no wonder they don't want anything to do with us. <laughs> well, this is it, isn't it? You know, they don't, they don't want anything to do with us because it, all it looks like from the outside is that. People hate them. <laughs> um, but obviously, yeah, that's not the case. But yeah, back to Liverpool. Rubbish. One one word answer. Absolutely rubbish. Um, well, some positives to the game. Um, James Milner was, played well. Of course, there was positive. <laughs> Milner, Milner was Milner, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, James Milner was James Milner. Uh, another I positive did. that I, I saw was Liverpool um, 
you know the 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 amount sort of English players that were playing and young young sort of English, like Brit British players that were playing as well. It's not I always you know love to see these players coming up through the academy and the likes of Reese Williams, Nico Williams, Curtis Jones. You know I, I love watching them come through and and, and play. Um, so to watch them get more game time and learn, this is the sort of game that they'll learn from. Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, I think Nico Williams in particular needs to take a lot away from the game um, because there were some areas of his play that um, that I thought were quite naive, to be honest. Uh, but yeah. then again, like when, when I, whenever else I've seen Nico Williams when he's kind of stood in and he's had maybe had like um, Gomez or Van Dyke or or Hendo just in front of him, you know, having Hendo just just in front of you in the midfield, um, you know, when he plays that right-back position, just your left-hand side, just to turn around and tell you what to do or have Fabinho there to sweep up. Uh, he didn't have that, and you could definitely tell that he was a little bit... I mean, there was a bit where he, There was a good opportunity to sort of recycle the ball for Liverpool to go for another attack, and he, he took a shot, and I was like, naive, just, no, it's not... You've got to... Do you know what I mean? It's, we've got to recycle it and, and get... get back and make another chance you're not going to score from right back <laughs> yeah when there's, yeah. When there's, when there's bloody eight <laughs> there's eight opposition players in the box you know I mean? it's not <laughs> it's not going to find its way through you need to sort of like give it maybe Salah or well, obviously Salah or Manny or, or whatever but um but yeah and there was other aspects of his defensive player that I, I thought um weren't in his crossing as well but you know, I, I feel really bad saying that because he's such a youngster uh but at the end of the day, it- Klopp has put him on the stage. He's there for a reason. He's there because Klopp thinks that's the best option outside Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, yep. So, yeah, that was just, just something I wanted to highlight. But you know, I don't yeah. think it was a good, the- good representation of his, his him as a player because um, I've seen him do a lot better when he's had it around. This is it as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's the experience that's around him as well. Um, I like Nico Williams. I was I was there. Um, I watched his debut um, against Arsenal in the Carabao Cup. Um, in the stadium and I remember sort of I sat there with my dad and we were watching it and I was like you know he's he's full of confidence and I think he took a little knock in his confidence Um, and I seen a lot of times last season when he was playing he looked so confident and I think the the few times I've watched him this season just lacking that little bit of confidence Um, um, I'm unsure why don't know why um, why he is lacking that little bit of confidence but you can see the sort of nervousness and hesitation in his game Um, it's, do you know, it's probably it's probably a number of things. And like you say, missing that experience as well last night didn't help. Um, but you don't learn from winning all the time. You learn from your mistakes. And, exactly. You know, he made he made a couple of mistakes last night. But Klopp, Jürgen will get him in tomorrow and say, you've seen what you did last night. Don't do it again. And, you know, you'll find that, that these are the little things that he'll, they'll be picked up in training and, and just tightened up in his in his sort of in his work and you know the other players will tell him as well and you know you look at the sort of criticism Trent gets and he's still still from in my opinion the best right back in the Premier League so you know no matter who you are you're going to get criticised you're going to get you know told you've done things wrong it doesn't matter not every player has a perfect game but Nico Williams just needs to learn from his mistakes and he'll come back a stronger player. He's uh, in the right team. For me, you know what I mean? Like, if he's in a different club... And he's got, the he's, right ma- he's got the right manager yeah, as well. He's got the right manager because Klopp's not really known for just writing off players uh, for having bad games. Um, it's not like Jose Mourinho. It's like, <laughs> so one strike, get out. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen it. again. Um, that's it. It's like Tanganga, uh, the centre-back that, that they had. I thought, oh, he played right back as well. And I was like, oh, he looks, he looks a really good player. Had a really good debut in the Premier League. Had like two bad games that was him. I've not seen him since. Yeah, vanished. <laughs> yeah, vanished. But um, but yeah, he's he's definitely the right place for it. I mean, if we think back to season of seventeen eighteen, the Trent sort of it was his breakthrough season. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, how naive was he defensively? Oh, Liverpool wouldn't even make any sort of attempt to defend that season. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was it. But, you know, look how much he went and look how good he Because he came in for Williams. Nathaniel Klein. I mean, Nathaniel Klein sort of like what, broke his spine or some shit, broke his leg or something like that. He was out for a long, <laughs> long time and uh, Liverpool just couldn't afford to get another right back in. So that's where Trent got his break and obviously just, I've very rarely seen a youngster take an opportunity the way the way he did and just cement, cement himself on it aside and make himself undroppable. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, that's, the, door, the door is open to youth at Liverpool, I don't think. I think Klopp will develop players like Nico, like Trent, obviously like Gomez, um, like uh, Curtis Jones obviously is coming up as well. So the, the future's bright within the club. I don't think they necessarily need to look outside uh, immediately. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think the future's bright in the youth department for Liverpool. Um, like you say, there is very few positives, but I think the youth getting their chance with the positive for me. Exactly. Um, to summarise all the, the rest of the Champions League games, all the other um, Premier League teams within them, Man United played a good game uh, against, who were they playing against? They won like 4-1. Istan- Istanbul. Istanbul. Did you see that uh, goal? Yeah. <laughs> um, Unbelievable goal. Bruno Fernandes was, was his usual, wasn't he? Um, yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> gave, gave Marcus Rashford the penalty on a hat-trick, I think he did as well. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. I thought That's, that was a little bit strange. Caught, but... caught me by surprise, um, but, you know, fair play to him. Fair Why play not? United, they're doing, it, they're doing it in the Champions League um, and they're just scraping yeah. by in the Premier League. Scraping by on the Prens uh. <laughs> in the Premier League. Um, yeah. Looking elsewhere, the Champions League. Uh, Chelsea, did Chelsea play? Did Chelsea, Chelsea play? Chelsea did. They won as well. Chelsea yeah. um, and Man City won one nil. Phil Foden yeah. scored as well again. Phil Foden, um, really, 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 really good player. Really like him. Forcing um, himself into that team. It's like I was just speaking about Trent there. He's kind of making himself undroppable. I mean, when there's not really been a ray of sunshine for a, for a few weeks at Man City, he's provided one. Um, and obviously, I think Man City fans will will be calling on Pep to to start Phil Foden whenever he's available. Yeah. Um, completely agree. He, for me, is the ultimate sort of ready-made replacement for David Silva. Exactly. That, that's what, that was unbelievable footballer. Two or so years in it. Two or so, two or so it. years in the making. Um, he just needs he needs a run of games for me now. Um, well, that's the thing. Every time there's a question, a real, that, real yeah. run. Every time there's a question asked, he's answered with, with a good performance. So uh, I think we will, this will this will be the nail on the head that they sort of going to force himself into that Man City squad and one way or another. This is going to be his break, sort of break, break, breakthrough season. Obviously, he's had seasons before, but I think this is the one where say, he cements his, his place in that side um, for for sort of permanent, and he makes himself one of the first names on that team sheet. Completely agree. In, Completely agree. In my opinion. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have today, Jake. We were supposed to talk about Man- um, Maradona for five minutes we ended up talking about him for, for 15 and we could have been on to be fair um, because we should have just did a full episode on Maradona to be honest but you love and you learn uh, thanks very much for tuning in um, thanks very much for joining me Jake thank you as always mate and I will see you next time next time tomorrow for the Premier League preview yes yes tomorrow oh yeah tomorrow <laughs> we'll yeah, see you then this week <laughs> cheerio bye Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.